Hey guys, it's Grant Balfour here, ex-pitcher of the Tampa Bay Rays, Oakland Athletics, Minnesota Twins, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds. I just wanted to uh, say you're watching Matty C Sports for You and Me podcast. Enjoy the show. It's got a lot. Matty's got a lot of uh, great things to talk about. Wide range of sports. Get on there. I uh, hope to see you guys soon on the show. All right, guys. Take care. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, it's time for Maddie C's Sports for you and me. everybody maddie c sports for you and me um like to welcome a, a man here from the 313 from detroit michigan uh brashir abdur uh, this guy's a fighter out out here in michigan um he's got mad uh mad logos and stuff mad uh good stuff going on you know beyond average promotions and is it called B2B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, as what I'm, as what I'm wearing right now is B2B, Bums and Bosses. It's a movement that I'm not doing right now, too, as well. So you're doing a little uh, TMT, like a like a Floyd Mayweather type of thing? Uh, not with this brand. I mean, it's it's kind of similar, but not uh, is that the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. more of a uh, it's more of a movement than a brand, honestly. Um, it's more of a movement. You know what I mean, it's it's, it's, it's gonna be big. I respect that. I respect that, and it, it looks pretty dope. All the good uh, apparel and the colors and everything, man. It looks it looks pretty dope. That's no doubt. I appreciate it. But uh, let's get started with this. So, what got you in the into the boxing game from from when you first started to now? Uh, I've so I'm I'm the last of eleven kids uh, from my father and my mother. Uh, so I got like five brothers. Um, mm -hmm. So came born. My father's a, is a fighter as well. He's a, he's not only a boxer, but he fourth degree black belt um, at, uh, you know, I uh, forgot the name of the art, but he's a martial artist. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I came out the womb, bro. I'm the last of, of 11. You know, I'm jumping into a, a pack of brothers, you know, and I'm um, the youngest of them, you know, so. I just, I had to fight, you know, I had to fight. And my father taught me how to fight. And then my brother at the time was boxing, street boxing. So he got me in, like, man, you got to be the boxer of the family. I guess he didn't know, I, I guess he didn't take it to another level that he, that he wanted to. So he was like, man, you're going to do it. So um, 
I just I was I was kind of forced in it, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And then I started I started to love it. I started to love it because it was it, it was separating me from every every other kid. I was running miles at eight years old. I was eating better than other kids were. I was losing weight. I was in shape. Um, also, you know, I play I, I play football as well. So it was an athletic childhood. But boxing always made me, you know, comfortable the most because it was it, it was it was a venue for me to go and 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 just you know tear somebody up. You know what I'm saying? And just and just you know you, you know get off my anger, get off my emotions, get off my pain, and, and learn the art. I love boxing. I've been watching old school fighting because I was a, a shorty. Mm-hmm. Um, then I when I was coming up, you know, Floyd Mayweather was like the top dude. So at the time and. It was, it was a lot going on. So I feel in love with boxing before I feel in love with anything else, man. Uh, and ever since then, you know, I, I was able to meet a guy that that took my career to another level. And, um, he, you know, Lord rest his soul right now. He passed away two years ago through COVID. But that's what I, um, I, I got in the boxing. Oh, no, man, no problem. I got in the boxing like that, man. And, um, shoot, ever since then, that's, I mean, I've been, I, I had a bright, I had a bright, I had a bright journey ever since. And it seems like you're making a good name for yourself, especially out in the Midwest out there. And, um, you know, kind of kind of like you, except I don't have the boxing background. You could probably hit me with your pinky and I'd be knocked down by now. Uh, <laughs> so, like, right now, I mean, I got top-ranked boxing right, right next to me, you know. Like, I always look to the bright future of boxing and stuff. And, um you know, I grew up with because I'm in the Massachusetts area. We got a we got a ton of fighters coming out of here around the Northeast. So, you know, like people like uh, Mickey Ward, Vidi Pazienza, like a bunch of a bunch of those legends, legends right there. Yeah, legends. Yeah, and you know we got we got local um, boxing stuff like CES boxing comes out of Rhode Island, Connecticut, all that stuff. And I mean, like in your area, what what type of uh, organizations are around your area like what what different promotions come out of around the michigan area i mean you first off first off everybody know about crime you know what i mean like you got the legendary emmanuel stewart you yes. got the legendary crime sugar hill uh tommy hearns um uh i mean crime itself has generated so many champions um and crime started in detroit of mm-hmm. course you know, Mike McCullum. Um, I'm talking about the list going on and on and on. Crime. Oh, yeah. And you got, uh, as far as recently, Tony Harrison, uh, who is somebody that I've been trained. I, you know, Tony Harrison's father was, is my trainer. Um, oh, okay. You know, you know, was my trainer before he passed. So I, I grew up around world champions my whole life. I mean, I, ain't, I, ain't was, I, I wasn't the kid that was around just regular boxes. I always was around world champions because I was in the camp of Tony Harrison. So, all the champions that was coming in and sparring him and getting him ready for his fights. And he's a real champion too, a, a former real champion. Um, I was sparring them guys, you know, at, at 15, 16 years old. So, I mean, I mean, we had some great guys. K-9, don't, don't forget about my dude, K-9. Um, you know, K-9 Bundridge. We, you, know, you know, we had some some some, some top guys, you know, that come from Detroit. Yeah. And it's still coming. Still got a lot of dogs coming. Uh, I'm one of them, but aside from me, it's a lot of – a lot of dogs coming from Detroit. That's that's going to be a household name real soon. Yeah, and I mean, you talk about Tommy the Hitman Hearns. I mean, that's legendary even over here because we had Marvelous Marvin Hagler, who recently just passed away. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, that, that was one of the greatest fights of all time, them two together. And Tommy Hitman Hearns is, right. is, is a beast, you know, like Michigan's right. just a hard nose, you know, everybody's, every boxer's hungry. And just like here in, in Massachusetts, we got Brockton, we got Springfield, like everywhere around here, everybody's fighting, you know, and I, I respect the whole game, you know, like that's what I fell in love with too is just just the strategy and it's not just like a full-out fight like everybody I mean let me get your opinion on this question is you know when Manny Pacquiao fought Floyd Mayweather right so in that Mm -hmm. case everybody thought that was going to be a bloodbath and everybody said oh Pacquiao will win this Mayweather will win this and it's going to be a bloodbath and battle but I mean in your opinion from a boxing point of view like I thought it was a good fight. And in, in, in your case, what, what do you think? What would do you think of that fight, honestly? Uh, I think it was a good fight. I think it was, I think it was a, um, a, I think it was a chess match. You know, I mean, that's all off. Floyd was special enough to be able to take great fighters, especially when he was at, at his last couple fights, his last six fights, last five fights. He was able to take great fighters great action-packed fighters and turn them into and, and force them to box, force them to go tit for tat with him and fight how he wants them to fight him. You know what I mean? So he's just blessed to have that type of skill set to be able to go in the ring and to dominate so much that a fighter that's, you know, like Manny Pacquiao, that's, you know, a, a, a brawler, somebody that's going to go. He made a very good box too, but I'm just saying he naturally a type of dude to go toe for toe. He going to make a dude like him you know, be forced to box. So I, I thought it was a, a great, a great master. You know, what I'm saying a, a great class um, of, of fighting from Floyd. I thought it was a great, exciting tempo from uh, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, I, of course, it's not going to live to the hype because everybody was expecting the fight when it was in their prime. You right. Know, you kind of caught. You exactly. kind of caught those two legends when they was, you know, a, a little bit, uh, a little bit ahead of their prime. But when it's all said and done, man, it was a good fight. It was, it was good for the sport and. Um, I'm glad they made it happen. Yeah. And I mean, with the, with the future of boxing, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you know, the, the Furies and the Lomachenko's like, you think them like right now, like the pound for pounds. I mean, I, I agree with Lomachenko going as a tough guy. I mean, to Lopez, I, I was shocked. Like, you know, like he lost his last fight to kind of someone who you don't expect to beat him. So it's like, right. do you, do you bring up the hype? Because boxing's coming back in a big way. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, it's it like, it's not like where UFC for a, a point was more on the upside of boxing. Now boxing's coming back in a big way. Yep. And right. so my thing is like, do you do you think that you know it's only getting better from here, or is it you know, is it is it still like trying to gain some more respect than it it has had in the past? So 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 your question: Do you think boxing get better? Yes. I mean, boxing is always going to be boxing, bro. Uh, it's never going to be like the eighties. It's never going to be like you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, Ronnie Lau and and. Uh, Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson era and, and, and Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns, never going to be like that. Sugar Ray Leonard, 
Um, it's never going to be like that again. Tim, because right now it's too much money involved. It's too much business involved yeah. that most people not going to want to fight those fights because it's too much risk involved. It's not enough money. Because every, every fighter right now got their own campaign. They are their own bosses now. So because they're their own bosses, they call their own shots. You know, if it's not going to bring them a $10 million, $20 million payday, they don't want it. You know what I mean? So yeah. do I think boxing is dead? Of course not. Boxing is, is it got a lot of its sleeve. I think it's going to be around forever. Um, you know, you know, long after I'm over, long after whoever's popping right now is over. Because boxing is always going to be entertaining because it's, it's fighting. But when it comes to when it comes to will it ever be what it was, I don't think it is because of the fact what I just said. It's too much business, too much money being made that everybody wants their own piece of the pot. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be I don't want that fight because I ain't getting paid enough or it's too much risk or you know what I'm saying? Politics, yeah. but as far as like, is it enough talent in boxing to keep it entertaining for the next 20, 30 years? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. With, with, the, with it right now, is I'm seeing is, you know, Canelo Alvarez is like the big thing right now. And, you know, in the Furies and, and, and all that type of things going on. Like those guys are the pay-per-views, you know, those – and that's the sad thing about boxing right now is there should be a lot more pay-per-views going on, just like UFC. I mean, they have one every friggin' two weeks or something or every month, yeah. you know? I, I, and I hate to cut you off. I hate to cut you off, bro, but I'm going to be real with you. UFC not fucking would be over with no boxing, period. I don't care how many pay-per-views they got, how many stars they got. The only big thing that, that, that was popping out of UFC was uh, – that it was uh, Conor McGregor probably was the biggest thing out of UFC so far. Um, he was able to cross over sports and go to boxing. But I don't feel, I don't care how many pay-per-view fights they get, I don't care how big it get, it will never top boxing. Because you know why? Boxing is organic. Boxing is original. It's number one. UFC just started. Um, the fighters UFC barely get paid as much as boxers got paid of all time. It's just, it just more people are American. They like American fighting. And American original fighting is, is boxing. You know, so we talking about something that went back now. They went back to the 1800s. You know what I mean? We talking about something that got history, not nothing that's somebody made up, you know, and, and they just put it on TV and see somebody going to like it. You know, it's a great sport. It's a great it's a great fight game. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's, it's, it's feeding people's families. So, of course, it's, it's doing something great. But I don't see it topping boxing ever. I don't care how many, how, how many pay-per-views it is. It's not topping boxing. I, I I honestly love both. I have UFC, I meant um, MMA fighters. I talk to a lot, and they're great people. Boxing just as great. I love talking to both. And yeah. the great thing about boxing now is, in the nineties, it was a lot. It was a lot of the pay per view, but th- that's not even the point. I mean, it's great that boxing is back to the point. Where you can go on, just like I said, I got boxing on right next to me, top rank boxing on ESPN, and it's it's not costing a fucking thing. Like it's not right. costing me nothing. Just like when right. Ali fight fought, just like when Hagler fought, Tyson in his earlier career. This is what is bringing back boxing because yeah. it needs to come back that way where yeah. the fans can see this stuff. We, you know, it, it's it, it's um. They're still going to get the money they need. 
yeah. by all means. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, these guys are still going to fight in Vegas. These guys are still going to fight in Atlantic City. They're going to fight at Madison Square Garden. is huge right now for boxing. Yeah. And the, um, the only thing I don't agree with with boxing is there's been a lot of trouble with the judging of matches. And I think it's a real problem in New York. I think it is in California, Nevada. I think guys have had different points cut off. And, and yeah. I mean, what do, you, what do you think of the judging right now? I mean, there's been a lot of controversy with the judging in different states of, of boxing. I mean, um, I was always trained like this, you know, go out there and fight, you know, leave it up to the judges. That's how we was, that's how we was raised, how we was taught from our coaches. Um, anybody I know that come from the same cloth as me, we was taught like that. So, I mean, I don't care who the judge – I never – for the longest years I've been fighting, I never knew who, who my judge was personally. I don't know the person's name. I don't know what race, where they from, what they – I don't know. I barely know how they look. I get in that ring and my job is to go in there and take it off their hands. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. dominate this dude. I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to stop him. I'm gonna give him eight, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him standing eight counts in the amateurs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him standing eight counts. I'm gonna do whatever I can do that way the judge cannot give it to him. I'm the obvious winner. Um, I feel like when you go in there worrying about who the judges is too much, that means you 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 want to leave it up to their hands. You know what I mean? And um, you know, everybody human beings, everybody got their own opinion. You know what I mean? So anybody can yeah. anybody can can say you lost, but you know, just based off their opinion. You know what I mean? So. It is what it is. So I feel like I don't really, I don't really, I never cared about judges, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. I never did. Me, you know, me personally, I never cared about judges. I've always, and, I've always cared about being ready to, to perform at a high level, to where they're like I'm, I'm the, I'm the obvious winner. And I think that's you know one of the best answers I've heard in a while talking to both boxing and MMA about don't leave it to the fucking judges. Do what you gotta do and just take care of business. Dominate, yeah, always dominate. Cause, like I said, I don't want to leave it to nobody's opinion. It's not facts. Like facts is facts is is real, and everything else is is, is uh, subjective. And subjective is nothing but opinion. So if I leave it up to you, you can be like, ah, you know, I think I think other dude won because he was doing this better. Or he was doing, but like I was clearly I was clearly landing this, landing that, doing this, doing that. No, but I think you no, so. By that, by putting that inch of amount of doubt in the air, to me, that's your mistake. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. and then if you and if you end up if you end up getting the shorter end of the stick, I don't blend on the judge. I blend on, on on myself. You know what I mean? For for not doing what I had to do. So that's my mentality as a fighter. So with your for with your for what's going on now with you? Is it um? with the boxing game for you right now, uh, are you more focused on your next fight? I mean, you're a golden gloves runner, correct? No, 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 no. So, um, that was, that was a couple of years ago. That was a couple of years okay. ago. Okay. Yeah, the golden gloves thing. So I was, uh, for those of you who don't know who everyone watched this episode. Um, so I was, you know, I was, I was challenging with the, um, you, you know, you know, the USA boxing committee about my beard. Um, for me wanting to shave my beard. I was like, I was like 18 at the time, 18, 19 at the time. Yeah, that goes to my I next was, question was, for everybody. Yeah, I was I was, I was, I was trying to I was trying to um, you know, compete for the golden gloves and they told me I couldn't fight because of my beard. So I fought for that. And I won, I won uh, you know, legally on that. I changed the rule book and all that. 
Um, so anybody who can fight with their beard, if it's a religious reason, they're good. So um, I after that, so after that, I got injured. After I got injured, it was COVID. And after COVID, my coach passed. And now we're here. Mm, so my next yeah, fight, I'm going yeah. pro. So my next fight is pro debut, man. Um, and over the last year, I can be honest with you, last year, I've been, I've been, I've been um, involved with, and we know, we know a little businesses and things like that, you know, uh, to get my mind off of some things. But now I'm, I'm, I'm back amped up, and I'm ready to go back and, uh, you know, get in that ring and do damage. Now, where if if is it? Where can we find you at your pro debut for those who who want to see you? Who because this will go out everywhere, man. So all yeah. everybody in Michigan can know where you're fighting first and. You throw some damage out there. I want to fight at home. I want to fight in Detroit. I mean, my dream was always to fight at the Dearborn Ford Community Performance Arts Center. Um, mm -hmm. That was always my dream. You know, since I was an amateur, since I was a kid, always a fighter. I graduated high school in there, so I always wanted to go there and fight. But I'm not about to let that stop me. So uh, right now I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm out here training right now. So, um, shit, man, you know, if – if, if it, whatever works, man. And, you know, I, I the coach I work with out here, he's more of a, a guy that's going to take me to Mexico and, and, and get some fights under my belt. Okay. Um, and then and then come on back here to, you know, to, you know, to the States and then fight. So, I mean, I got opportunities everywhere, bro. I got opportunities in Michigan. I got opportunities in Atlanta. I got opportunities in Arizona and Mexico. So, all I got to do right now is just um, get locked in and, um, you know, you know, be ready for, for, for whoever come my way. And, and, and that's the mode of right now going forward. Now you want to go northeast? <laughs> I've been northeast, bro. I've been to um, Philly. I've been to uh, New York because you know, you know, um, you know, when I was when I was when I was in Detroit training with Tony and Harrison and the guys in the Superbad Academy team. I'm one of the regional guys over there. Um, you know, last summer I believe we had we we we, we took a little travel tour to uh, Philly with Jerron Ennis. I don't know if you heard about you know the young boy Gian Duran. Um, we, we was in there. We, we, we was in his gym. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm familiar with New York, uh, Philly, Buffalo area. I'm familiar with all that, man. I've fought over there, been over there before. So I um I, I'm hip to that. You know what I'm saying? So if if I get one over there too, I'm, I'm with it. Think about me, bro. I ain't never ducked the dice. No point. In, I never ducked the dice. No city. I'm always little pulling show. Think about me was always to be able to make sure everything made sense and um. That's all that matters to me. I'm not, I'm not just going. I'm not. I'm not just going to hop on anything because it's, it's it look good. I'm gonna make sure it makes sense for me, and um and and then you know on top of that, I'm gonna make sure that you know I can sell out a crowd in in that state. You know what I mean? And I find ways to make to make that happen. I know I'm gonna win. I know I'm gonna win. Yeah. So I'm not worrying about winning. I'm worrying about everything that comes along with winning too. So. Yeah, as a as a pro boxing, it's, it's a lot of business that go into this to every fight. Absolutely, and the thing that I respect what you said with, you know, you had the injury during and then during the COVID era, it was hard to get shit going too. Yeah. Now there's some guys that would come out and be like, "Okay, I got a cracked rib," but because of the promotion, like say they go to top rank, say they go to. Um, um, a promotion up where you are in Michigan and they're fighting with a cracked rib. Like I'm sure in your case, you would be like, nah, fuck that. I ain't going, I ain't fighting in a cracked rib, even though it could nah. get me somewhere higher than I want to be. Yeah. You know, you gotta think about I, this though. Like 
see, with me, is that I was always – my coach, you know, rest his soul, is a great man. You know, he, he was a lot – he was an OG in the game. He'd been boxing, been in, the, been in that field. His father was Henry Hank. Um, so they will come from a line of boxers that – they come from a line of experience and knowing the game. So well, he was a pro boxer as well. And so I was raised around a lot of game, a lot of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really raised around nobody that was a coach that was trying to fight, 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 even if it made sense or not. Mm. Just yeah. go fight because, you know, you a dog. No, my the, the crew that I hung around and I was raised up around was people that was smart and thought about what made sense first. Okay, we know you can fight. We know you're a good mm. fighter. But do this fight make sense? Are you ready? Are you 100% on your game? If you're not, and you're not in shape, regardless of what they're going to offer you, you got to make sure you're ready because all it takes is one punch, man. You know, if you're not ready, if you're not there mentally, you know, um, you, you know, you can harm your life. You know, at the end of the day, when boxing all said and done, you want to be able to enjoy your life with your kids, your family, and you want to have your senses, you know what I'm saying? So it was all about making sure you're ready and prepared for what you're going into, you know, instead of letting somebody push you in there. And that's what a lot of these promoters will do. Um, if if they feel like they need some money out of you, they feel like they need to 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 they need you to move on their time. They're gonna make sure that they, all right, come on, let's do it, let's fight. And you whether you're ready or not, they 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 basically demand you to be ready. And that's and that's a good thing and a bad thing. But yes, if a person yeah, is injured, absolutely. If, if a person is injured, if a fighter's injured and he he's not hundred percent, I wouldn't want to go up in there. Like if I was not hundred percent, I don't have fast boxing. Like one thing I do not do, I don't tell myself like, yeah, I got the skills. I can go in there. I don't got to be in shape. No, I've trained like I'm nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I want to work. So when I'm in that ring, it's time to fight. I, I know I ran the miles. I got to run. I did the sit-ups I had to do. I did I did the, the counters amount of watching sparring, watching film of uh, other fighters. I ate right. I slept right. I cut off all of the stress. I mean, like this, it's a, it's a soldier, it's a soldier mentality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I put myself in before every fight. So I think, um, you know, anybody who get a rush to fight, hey, that's, you know, it's, you know, to each his own. But as far as me, ain't nobody rushing me to do shit. That's, that's how I feel. A, I respect that, man. That's – so you got the right answers for a true boxer, man, for real. You got uh-huh. the true answers, man. Yeah, so yeah, no doubt. Tell me, tell me about Beyond Average Promotions and B2B. Okay, uh, Beyond Average Promotion is something I started up uh, since I was a kid. I always told everybody I looked at, everybody I counted myself with, um, I'm beyond average. I ain't the average young dude. I ain't the average kid. I ain't the average fighter. I ain't the average person. So I, I made that a brand. I made that LLC. And, um, you know, one day I probably, you know, I see myself promoting fighters because I feel like, uh, you know, you know, my life took me around a lot of um, popular, you know, network. You know, I network with, 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 with a lot of important figures, you know, so I know I know one day I can I know what a fighter needs to be able to perform at a high level. I've been around it so much, so I know what they need. So one day I'll be able to promote fighters. But as of right now, I'm just promoting myself. So every fight I got, I make sure beyond there's promotions is, is going to be, you know, on the card. Um, and then as far as B2B, this is a brand I just started. And this brand mm-hmm. is basically bums to bosses. And what, and what that particularly means is somebody started from less fortunate, somebody started from nothing. You mean like if you had a goal to do this, this podcast thing and you you was, you was tired, you was fed up with not doing it, you wanted to do it, you made it happen, you made the logo, you made a brand, and you just said, fuck it, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to find somebody to talk to, we're going to talk boxing, we're going to talk MMA, and now you got your own platform, your own YouTube channel. To me, you're a bone to a boss. No matter, no matter 
it don't matter what you came from, you overcame doing this show right here. To me, you were born to buck because you you know you you know you know you didn't let your 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 current surroundings make you. You you you, you know you right. made your surroundings. So anybody that comes from less fortunate comes from anywhere where they start with an idea and go out and be and go out and do it and go out and, and accomplish that idea and make it a reality. To me, you were born to a boss, and, I, and anybody that's that that's doing that, I want to be able to connect and network with everybody that's doing that. Rapper, artist, uh, athlete, uh, stock marketer. Uh, trader, investor, real estate, whoever, anybody who started with started from here and made it to here, and is, and, and, and is in that route of going up to the top or going up to where they want to go, to me, you're a bone to a boss. I feel like everybody can relate somehow, some way, and once we can't relate, can, we can definitely be inspired by somebody. So I want to reach out to every um, every influencer and basically uh, somehow, some way, connect on business and man, and try to make sure they can, you know, you, you, you know, their story get heard. Uh, across the real, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do, you know, with you right now. Like I told you, like all I had to do, you liked one thing about a boxing um, post I had, and I said, "All right, so I'll talk to this this boxer from Detroit, Michigan, and I'll say, hey, like that's what people are scared of. Like if you're scared yeah. to fucking come to somebody and say." You know, I don't know if you know who Darren McCarty is. He was an enforcer for the Detroit for Detroit for the Detroit Red Wings. He was a, an enforcer for the um, Detroit Red Wings. Won four Stanley Cups, and he's a fighter. Great guy. But like, if I didn't just step up and say, "Hey, like, yeah, I want to interview you," either you can right. you can get the no or the yes. I got I right. fortunately got the yes. You get like you said, you got to B to B like. You could be somebody that's like, all right, I give up on this podcast and shit. I can't get who I get. Fuck that. But from start of COVID to now, I'm still here. You know that, yeah. and I respect what you say. B to B. I like that. I like that that uh, mentality. So, yeah. I mean, of course, we're gonna have a link on the bottom of this stuff, and and uh, I appreciate it. And like I said in the beginning, before we even got on the show we gotta we gotta get that hat on this show because i'm a hat person so let's <laughs> no gotta get on there um no so my last question to you is what what do you want to do from here do you want to you know besides boxing what's your what's your future goals for yourself also uh, when you do have a victory what's going to be a victory meal oh <laughs> uh, that's a good question now aside from boxing what i want to do let's start there first um aside from boxing i'm 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 a business guy bro like i'm an entrepreneur um mm-hmm. i always always venture out in businesses so i got three businesses we speak right now i got a chicken wing uh spot in detroit what? oh okay to, yeah i'm trying, okay. To get, I'm trying to get one out in um in in, in arizona right now I'm, I'm working on that now I got a car dealership, used car dealership, um, and I also have a hookah bar uh, coming open soon. They don't make me or break me. There's some shit I just, I just thought about. I put money behind mm-hmm. it and go forward and, and, and make it a reality. It's all come from my mind. Whatever my mind want to do, I, I make it. I write it down, make it a reality, and go after it. So I'm, I, I'm a real entrepreneur for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of whatever happened in my career, I'm always gonna be up. I'm always going to be straight because I'm just a hustler. 
Uh, I come from Detroit, Michigan. I ain't have a silver spoon in my mouth when I was born. So I know for sure, and I know two things for, 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 for sure, that I will always be in a, in a good position because my mentality always been about business, even boxing, all about business. So um, aside from boxing, man, uh, I got I got some things. I got some things coming up. Like I'm writing a book right now. Um, that's going to release when I'm probably like 24. I ain't, really, I ain't gonna release it right now. I'll probably release it when I'm 24. Um, you know, I, I got a lot, bro. I got a lot up my sleeve. You just gotta just stay tuned. You know, from a five year radius from now, I mean, from now and before, when I was five years ago, I was, uh, let's see, 20, 20, 19, 18, 17. I was, I was 17. I don't know, 17. I was either 17 or 18. So from there to now, I accomplished every goal I wanted to accomplish, aside from going pro. As far as, as far as businesses, as far as far as, sorry, you uh, you pause for a second. Sorry, man. I, I could be off. I could be off a couple of years, but I'm going to be something in business, regardless outside of boxing. You know what I'm saying? But but we know when it comes to to, to, to boxing, this year for sure, I won at least two fights. Um, just, you know, you know, just, you know, just to knock the cobwebs off. Uh, and then, you know, knock the, the rust off, and then you know next year probably go crazy with four or five. I, I got that ability to be able to 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 fight that many times a year because I'm just you know I got some good people around me uh, that can make that happen. Um, and then going back to what you said about the fight meal, um, <laughs> I can't really tell you because you know like right now I'm not 100 in camp, so I'm not really starving for food that I really want to eat. But I can tell you a story before uh, when I was an amateur. I mean, we used to had this all the time because I fought so often. You know, um, I couldn't eat nothing. So I used to crave burgers and I used to crave stuff I never really eat. Like, I don't, I used to, like, my diet on a regular basis, I don't eat burgers. You know what I'm saying? And I gained a little weight. Like, I ain't even fight weight right now, but I gained a little weight, but I still don't eat burgers. All I eat, it's probably salmon and, and, and you know seafood thing like that, but I eat a, a big okay. portion of it. But I don't really eat like burgers and chicken wings and fries and all that crazy shit on a regular anyway. But some reason when I'm training and I cut all that off, I want to eat all the cakes. I want to eat all the pies. I want to eat <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners. Kind of shit. I, I just want to go crazy. But as the fight as the fight get closer and I actually go and weigh in after the weigh in, I probably eat a little meal that I've been eating. And I always like that. I never really go get the meal that I've been craving because half of the time it's just all illusion, man. It's not even real life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I think that's another thing too. Uh, as a fighter, man, I hate the fact I hate getting back in shape, bro, because it's so hard to get back in shape. So everybody I've interviewed that's a boxer or MMA guy always says the same thing. I yeah, fucking hate yeah. and, making and, weight uh, and doing all that shit. Man, you know it's crazy as us athletes. You know, we curse and we bless. We, 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 you know, we blessed to be able to train hard and be able to lose the weight quick. But we curse because the, all that training that we do, our appetite becomes so big. And because of that, we become a fat ass, honestly. You know, so that's why most athletes, after their career, they go get fat and gain weight because we still got that appetite, but we just not active. So as a fighter, you always want to stay active. So you always want to put yourself at a, at a weight guideline that you want to pass and oversee. But um, for me, I think uh, as far as, you know, this chapter of my career, I know for sure that I'm going to always be on my on my diet the whole year round. I just add when it comes to fights because I want to be able to fight 
a month apart from from fights. I don't want to get out of shape and then have to get back in shape. That just it just it fucks up a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Mr. Bashir, I really appreciate you joining the show, man. And you are a true boxing person and entrepreneur for sure, man. Holy shit. You don't even need boxing. <laughs> so I wish you nothing but luck with your pro career. I hope you get that W. Hope, I hope you I hope you tell me when you do. And no um, yeah, tell everybody how how they can follow you or in anything like that. Um, if you're on Instagram, follow me at Bashir B A S H E E R A B D U R R R. So that's that's on Instagram. So it's Bashir Abdur with three R's. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter, Bashir Abdur, you know, in a regular with one R. Um, and that's it. Uh, as far as my business pages, follow BA Auto Sales, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, follow B2B, um, follow the bosses, Beyond Average Promotions. Uh, it's, it's going up. But then if you're on YouTube, you can search me up at, at, at my name as well. I got a whole channel on there where I be fighting and showing this, showing that. So you can go watch me on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Um, I'm a little better at this. Keep your eyes open, man, and uh, you're going to start seeing something real soon. Yep, and we're going to put all those links on my show. We'll put them on all that shit, and we'll get you promoted on my end. But, again, thank you for coming on the show, man, and nothing but luck in all your things you do. you got a million things. So, I mean, (laughs) next I'm going to hear you made a skyscraper in Miami, for Christ's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you, man. You know, you got to stay busy, man. I hate being bored, bro. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank yeah. you again. No doubt, man. No doubt. I mean, I love to, uh, to come on the show again and and, and and talk more. You know, I love to have it. Yeah, we'll definitely do it. Much much respect to you, man. Thank you for coming on. I right, no doubt, brother. Thanks for watching Matty C Sports for you and me. Make sure to follow Matty Cameron on Twitter at MattCameron23. Or follow him on Instagram at MattyC23. Or subscribe to his YouTube channel, Matty C Sports, for you and me. Once again, thanks for watching. 